Welcome to the District Creatives Radio Show, a place where DC creatives meet to discuss arts, entertainment, and the creative economy. Listen as DC creatives share the work and content they provide in this city, discuss the joys and pains of pursuing their passion, resources for district creatives, and balancing their passion projects with their paycheck. Now, here's your host, District Creative, Savvy Sharice. Welcome to the District Creatives Radio Show. I'm your host, Savvy Sharice, and I'm here with a person who is actually now a friend of the show. Okay, this is his third appearance, and that is one of my favorite creatives, Marcus Isaiah. Welcome back Thank you for to the District me, Creatives Radio Show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. Of course. So, Marcus is a friend of the show and a friend in real life, and we have so many conversations conversations just around entrepreneurship, creativity. And one of the things we've been recently talking about is the power of the pivot. And so I thought it was a dope idea for us to just have a show and a conversation around this because so many people find themselves faced with an opportunity to pivot. I know both you and I have had multiple of those experiences. So we're going to get into all of that today. But before we do that, tell us about who you are and what you do. Well, my name is Marcus as you all know now, my third time on the show. Yes. Um, I am a multifaceted creative. Started with the dance and then migrated into more creative direction. I am now um, venturing into interior decorating or design, mm-hmm. event host, curator, just all the things. All the things. Two of my favorite events that you produce. Mm-hmm. And one is the Black of the Berry. Tell us about the Black of the Berry. So the Black of the Berry is a pop-up event uh, curated for Black entrepreneurs in the DMV area. So I had this idea of just creating a space where we could circulate the Black dollar. So that's where Black of the Berry came. I love a music reference. Mm -hmm. So um, very relatable to the community and culture. I've done it three times now. And I'm actually looking for a place to host it for Black Friday this year. So Okay, well, I actually just saw um, Made in the DMV just posted uh, something on Instagram and it said, if you are looking, if you're a DC creative and you're looking for a space to do a pop up, absolutely free. Hit us up. Ooh, so go on Instagram, go <laughs> yeah. to Made in the DMV and get your pop up spot. OK, Ooh, yes, yeah, that. that's one of the things that I love most about the creative community in D.C. Like everybody's doing so many amazing things and there are a good amount of people. I'm not going to say everybody, <laughs> but there are a good amount of people who are willing to share their space um, yeah. and their resources for other entrepreneurs to to thrive. So Black and the Berry is one of my favorites. And then, of course, my ultimate, ultimate favorite, which is how we met each other, was your signature event called Squeeze, uh, which was a vision board party. But it was so much more than a vision board party. And I love the reference of the lemon because life surely will give you some lemons, right? You got to make that lemonade. And you got to squeeze the lemon. Or you got to make some lemon pepper wings. <laughs> Or a little lemon pie. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Some meringue, okay? Okay. <laughs> you got to make some out of that lemon. Yeah, so tell us about Squeeze and how old is Squeeze? Squeeze in the first grade Ooh, by now. Sque- a kindergartner. <laughs> no, seriously, haven't been five what years is, since Squeeze? Uh, 2016? Yeah. Squeeze is so in elementary school. Squeeze is my girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so yeah, I have done vision boards since I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, even in elementary school. So me and my partner Jessica one day was just like, we should just host a party and have people, you know, just be in the same space, doing the same thing, talking about their visions or the things that they want to do so we can all make each other accountable mm-hmm. and understand that these things that you think are tangible and going back to what you said about resources, just like when you say things out loud, you never know who can help you out. You Absolutely. know, we were just talking about Black of the Berry mm-hmm. and how I need the space and boom, a resource right. just like that. Right. So you just never know. So we wanted to create a space in order to do that and have some fun and actually create the vision boards, hands on, just taking it back to first grade where you cut yes, it out, okay. you know, crafty. Arts and crafty. Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. Yes. I am a big fan of vision boards. I was actually on Eventbrite looking for a vision board event to attend because I had just published my book all around vision boarding, which mm-hmm. is the Dream Vision Reality Guide. You can find her on Amazon. Amazon, girl. Okay. But yeah, it was just like such a beautiful connection and, and our relationship has flourished so much business-wise and professionally off of one search on Eventbrite. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. so I love that. So to bring it full circle on what we're going to chat about today, and I promise you, I could not make this stuff up, right? Because I reached out to Marcus about the show two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and I had no idea that last week I was going to walk into a meeting at work, be greeted by HR, be told that the company was in a financial downturn and my position was being downturned Mm. with that, Mm -hmm. right? And it's just like, how mystical and magical is it that I get to curate this conversation about the power of the pivot in the midst of my own professional Pivot. Yeah, because you needed an authentic experience. Yes. Yeah. I honestly can't, can't make this step up. So as we're going to walk through this, like what does the power of the pivot mean to you? The power of the pivot means how resilient are you? Mm-hmm. Um, pivot means to turn, right? To turn around, to adjust, to make different. So yeah, I just think it is like, how strong are you going to be to be resilient when things change and shift? What are you going to do? Are you going to get creative? Are you going to, to kind of crawl into a ball? And, and listen, that happens too. <laughs> you know, like losing your job can impact your mental health in a way that is For so sure. insane, right? And you know, I'm grateful that I have resources and tools and supports and such. But for anybody who is listening, who is currently going through job laws, you know, my sentiments go out to you because mm. it is one of the most anxiety producing experiences. That it's built for that, though. You can go through. It's built for that. It's built to control people. It's built to make you feel like you don't have any other options, mm-hmm. which is why you should always have resources and always have and always relying have on yourself and the things that you're great at, that you're good at, that I you know. can do. Absolutely. I really sustain. wanted to twirl around in this chair on, when you said the pivot means to turn, right? <laughs> if I wasn't hooked up to these headphones, I would have twirled around three times in this chair because you know I love a twirl. I love so a twirl. twirl. No, for real. But sometimes you literally have to turn, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like if we Mm -hmm. look at life as a path, 
there are exits on the journey. There's no straight street. No, right? And I don't want to be on straight street. Yeah. Okay, give me some turns. Send me through a little cul-de-sac and take me mm-hmm. right on back. It was cute in there. Yeah. But now I'm coming back out on the main road. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. so that's important. And I think it's it's important to also just regain your footing if you had something that maybe knocked you off your feet. But then there is the intentional pivot, right? Right. Because some things, life won't throw you a lemon, Mm -hmm. bust you upside your head with a lemon, now you find yourself making a picture of lemonade. But sometimes you have the foresight and the insight and the Mm -hmm. intuition to develop something for you to pivot into. So something like a job or employer cannot pull the rug up from up under you Mm -hmm. because you've already been working on your own thing. So yeah. talk about that. I know you are a multifaceted creative. You've had your creative endeavors and then you've been on payroll, right? Mm-hmm. You've been a 1099. You've been a W2. <laughs> I've been in all of it. <laughs> okay. So talk about Corporate that. Corporate to creative. Corporate to creative. Like having multiple things going at the same time. Honestly, it's stressful. It is like, stressful. It is very stressful, but I am one of those people who's blessed to be gifted at multitasking and not all people can do that mm-hmm. and I've realized just like through my endeavors or through my experiences like I'm gifted in that mm-hmm. but it's not normal. I realize that it's not a normal thing to do and not normal like how we see normal. It's just not your average human cannot juggle that many things mm-hmm. at one time while getting a coin or getting paid. <laughs> right. Like you know what I'm right. saying? I literally will be sitting in my office doing maybe five clients or five things at mm-hmm. one time. Yeah. But I do realize that it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something I'm good at, something I can do. It's something I actually like to do, focus mm-hmm. on multiple things because it keeps my brain going because I get bored mm-hmm. kind of easily. Yeah. But it is stressful and it creates anxiety. And I've realized that I, I have to, like, stop that yes. because it doesn't allow me to put 100% into the thing, right? not a thing, the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we're going back to purpose at that point. Yeah. What is the purpose? Like I'm learning all these things by doing multiple things at one time. However, it's, it feels like I'm running from something, and, like yeah. running from focusing on the thing that I'm supposed to be focusing on. That's deep. And the therapist in me can't help but to <laughs> ooze on out here. Because Come on, therapy <laughs> session. Okay, well, out you here. know, like... Like the whole notion of multitasking, it is a gift, mm-hmm. but it's it could be some curses associated mm-hmm. with it, like the impact that it has on your mental health or just being on high alert, mm-hmm. you know, just thinking about not having the capacity to fully wind down. Mm-hmm. I know that's things that I struggle with with somebody who, as somebody who was diagnosed with anxiety and the biggest thing is all of these things going through my brain at the same time Mm -hmm. and it's like how do you how do you turn off the neurotransmitters because they're transmitting at a high level I I feel like also it is this sense of like culture where we're afraid to lose or lose something like you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying like not having or you know just that black thing I don't even know what words to say about it but I I definitely think it's like trauma yeah it's I mean I don't know how far we can come back February and talk about it or we can just talk about it now but there's this whole thing that has been transmitted communicated in us through our DNA that we cannot rest that we cannot Mm -hmm. slow down our worth 
is associated with how much we can produce. Yeah. And we have we are working on undoing that, right? Yeah. Shout out to the Soft Life Movement. Yeah, thank and you. To the, <laughs> thank, thank you. you to her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Soft Life Movement. But it's taken us some adjustments. Yeah. It's taken us some time to just realize that I, it's this audio that was trending on Instagram that I loved. And it said, you can rest and you can still be successful. Like, yeah. it's okay. We can we can just have a moment. So I'm mm. glad you brought that up because I know as a creative, you know, the whole theme on the show is balancing your passion and your paycheck. Mm. There's an emotional cost that comes with that. It is. Yeah. It's, it's emotional. It's physical. It's spiritual. It is. And I feel like people... Don't want to talk about it, but I do feel like those are the conversations we should be, we should having, be having so more. that we are a lot more knowledgeable and healthy. Mm-hmm. Like it, we're in the soft life season. We like are. we've hustled, we've done, we've done that part. We know what that looks like. Now it's time to do the opposite. Like yes. really focus and really pour into something that we love and like, and then not be that hard. Also, just listen to the notion of climbing the corporate ladder. Like, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> Doesn't that sound exhausting? Because yeah, to climb, you got to use your full body. And it's listen, a on a ladder, workout. baby, you got to balance. <laughs> got to not get knocked off. Oh, my God. Most people are afraid of heights. Like, you got to make sure the how you get, you keep it balanced. Exactly. Okay. Hold no, that core. No, for real, hold that core so you can hold on to them coins. <laughs> Because the corporate ladder, <laughs> no, but yes. real, the corporate ladder climb is connected to your coin. No, for real, right? Seriously. Every rung on the ladder, if you look at it like in the context of, you know, I'm just gonna use this as an example. Like if you work in government, it's steps. It's like mm-hmm. you're on the ladder. You're literally on a career ladder. It's like okay, step one is this rate. Step two is this rate. But I stopped being afraid of money. Mm, I say more afraid. about that. I just stopped being afraid. I've stopped letting money rule mm-hmm. how I move, what I do. Like I just. But who like thinks that cash rules everything around me? It does, but it doesn't. I don't have to abide to that law. True. Like you know, what I'm saying it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be that for me. I've done it, and it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Like, but I've also seen people not do it and. They get ten for more. Can we talk about manifesting? Like, no shade. Okay. Like, it's so many people who are not stressed making that coin. They are. I got to My edges got to fall out. I got that six figures, though, but my edges are gone. Which is why you move in purpose. Mm-hmm. If you're doing the purpose, you ain't even got to... You ain't even got to worry about your edges. <laughs> they going to be there <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> I love that. So for creatives, I, when I think about the pivot, right, and I think mm-hmm. about creatives, and I'm just using you as an example, your choreographer, mm-hmm. creative design, a stylist. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you for getting me together <laughs> for my birthday, okay? You know what I'm <laughs> right, but it's like when you are creative in nature, you can tap into these multiple things. Mm-hmm. How do you choose what you're going to tap into at any given moment when you're faced with a pivot, right? So maybe this contract ended and now I'm about to do what? How do you make that determination? So when I left my corporate job recently, mm-hmm. I went to school to get my certification in interior design on the clock. While you were working. While I was working. Talk about it. I saw this post the other day. It said, finesse these jobs like they be finessing you. Damn. And it wasn't even <laughs> like, I was just like, well... Again, back to the multitasking and doing doing all these things. I'm like, hmm, 
I love designing. I love interior design. I'm going to get my certification mm-hmm. just because. like mm-hmm. that, And that's what happened. And next thing I knew, I'm leaving my job and I'm starting a whole business. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I wasn't like planning it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of unfolded that way. Literally resources or people came into my life like, oh, I need design work or oh, do you want to intern for me? Or oh, that it just started happening. So the pivot was happening prior to. Come on. It was the pre-pivot the, for the me. The pre-pivot. It was already <laughs> happening. But honestly, it's a through line that always happens for me. Mm-hmm. I'm always doing something and find something else that elevates that something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about styling. Mm-hmm. I've styled my whole life not intentionally I don't call myself a stylist but I'm a dancer we always use costumes we always like I'm always getting dressed up my dad is from Anacostia he was either in a suit or a sweatsuit that was it those was the outfits those was the outfits wasn't no (laughs) jeans it wasn't no in between it was either dressed up or dressed down Mm -hmm. so my sense of fashion or my idea of what is elegant Mm -hmm. started honestly well with my parents I love that I mean, it's just always been there. Creativity, yeah. styling, design, dance. It's mm-hmm. just all those things that I'm turning into businesses. Yeah, so let's yeah. talk about the newest yeah. details. Details by Marcus Details Isaiah. by Marcus Isaiah. I'm so excited. I mean, I just have had the privilege of having a sneak peek into that man cave and gives you textures, <laughs> gives you deep, dark, rich colors, gold and glass. And so I'm just so happy to see you spread your wings in something that you've already been doing for yourself, like yeah. designing amazing spaces and just creating a place of comfort. So tell us about what you're about to do or what you're already doing now with Details mm-hmm. by Marcus Isaiah. So at the end of the month, I'm launching my website and the Details will be included in all my ventures. I'm really excited about t- details. I'm just like poured so much into it mm-hmm. in the past couple months. But it's all about shifting the atmosphere and being comfortable in your own space. Ooh, it's literally shifting the atmosphere. It's literally shifting the atmosphere. And it's also storytelling. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, so many people have homes or apartments or spaces and it's not them. Mm-hmm. So it's um, like the it's like the picture that's in the picture frame when you buy it. Like that is not your family. <laughs> that is such a good right, isn't that a good example? Yes. yes. Like, like you buy a beautiful your... frame, you do not know these people that's in the frame, so you have to change it, yes. right? You have to get a printout or whatever mm-hmm. to make it your own. Yeah. So with my clients, I'm having conversations about who they are, and it's so funny because so many people do they not know, know how to explain. Yeah, they Ooh, don't. That's deep, but I love that you're doing that too. Yeah. Like making it more, this is more than a couch and then throw pillows, right? Yeah. This is your atmosphere. This is your environment. It's your sanctuary. It's your space. Yeah. And I like to do that through details. And the details come from who you are. Mm-hmm. Do you like texture? Do you like color? Yes. Most people are so afraid of color if you ain't know. I know. It's like, I can see. Because you know what? It's so funny when I'm looking at different things. First of all, interior design is something that intimidates me so bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like I know how to put an outfit together, but... You, I put a room together and y'all gonna be like, ooh, girl, who dressed? Who dressed, <laughs> who dressed that <laughs> But I do look at things on Pinterest often because mm-hmm. I am into like the the pandemic did it for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, but there are so much benefits to your space feeling 
like a place that you want to be in and yeah. to relax in. And so when I look at things on Pinterest, I'm like, dang, that look bomb. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could do that, yeah. right? And for me, it's also not just about how it looks, the aesthetic. It's also about the functionality mm-hmm. of your space, mm-hmm. finding things, knowing when things are, just making sure an office is an office. Mm-hmm. But also can be a lounge or your yes. bedroom is a bedroom and it's not your entertainment right place like yeah. you know so um yeah details is like fine-tuning and diving deep into who people are and transforming a space so it looks like them mm-hmm. it's kind of like your dog you know you pick mm-hmm. your dog your dog starts to look like right yeah. that's what they say that's <laughs> and then it say. got on a um a gold chain <laughs> leash and y'all got magic gold chains it's like okay I mean, we I'm know that's your dog <laughs> But yeah, so that's details. I'm super, super excited for the launch. So check it out. Yes, congratulations. I'm so excited too. So tell us on the front end, right? I had an interior designer come on the show Mm -hmm. early in the show's beginnings. And we talked about interior design being a luxury service, Yeah. right? And so your average, typical, everyday working class person may not know or see the value in having an interior designer. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe interior design to make it feel more attainable Mm -hmm. and not just to like the um, person who has achieved a level of success where they can have this luxury amenity? I think it comes down to people's priorities Mm -hmm. and what they like, what they want for themselves. I feel like as a designer, um, how I came into this business is as a service or a servant, mm-hmm. rather. Like, I want to help. I want to elevate. It is a luxury, but I feel like it's not a luxury in people's ideal mind. It's a luxury of, okay, would you rather, I don't know, spend $1,200 on a purse or would you rather spend twelve hundred dollars to elevate your, your bedroom that you lay in every day mm-hmm. that you actually have to put the purse in. Right. I was just about to say that you gotta lay the purse down like, on that uh rickety old little nice thing. And, and, <laughs> right. And most people are throwing the purse in the closet, throwing like it's a twelve hundred dollar purse. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a hook for it or a box that it can be in or Oh, that's a remarket. You know, to put it on top of a shelf, on not a shelf. on your floor. Yeah. But you spend twelve hundred dollars for it. So those are just kind of things mm-hmm. that go into my mind. I think everyone can afford the service if they wanted it. It's mm-hmm. about the priority. What are you prioritizing? Yes. And I think you spend most of your life either at home or in the office, right? Like I would much rather my home look the way I wanted to look and feel the way I wanted to feel. Absolutely. Then to buy the $1,200 bag first. I can come back and get her. Okay, or I can get her at a flea market. Look, <laughs> I can get her. Like, Unless she's seasonal, then you got to get her. Okay, yeah, and that's I sometimes. Mean, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. if it's like a collab. When yeah. Fendi did yeah. that for she Clay, I just, gotta, I had to. You got to grab her. No, you but do. You, but you do, <laughs> you do got to make sure you got somewhere to put her. So, yeah. Right. No, that's so important. So how I feel about my clients, it, I'm not looking for a certain client base. Of course, I, I mean, I want to be paid. Who would, who doesn't want to be paid for mm-hmm. their services? But I feel like that will filter itself. It will. The work is going to bring the... conversation. Yeah, the, and the work The consult. Yeah, yeah. Hello, that part. Well, yeah. talk about the consult. Like, so what will, it, what will it be like once you get launched and the website? And I also love that you did all these things and then it's like the website is like 
the final thing, but you mm-hmm. you've took taken the classes, you built your portfolio, you've been working on stuff behind the scenes mm-hmm. and doing little pieces. You threw your party together. It's like let me have a party, but also let me design this space so y'all can see what it's working with. Well, like good. all of those things were intentional. So now with the official launch, what can people who are interested expect with your process? I think they can expect excellence, elevation, innovation, mm-hmm. a good time. I think it's I, I think it's so fun to just design and mm-hmm. get creative and transform a space into something you never thought it could be. Mm-hmm. I love that part, like the shock factor or yes. the joy people Wait, have. Wait, so how does it work? Because you know I've watched a few shows, right? It's mm-hmm. like I find myself being interested in things that I'm not necessarily like an expert in. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I love that. I couldn't do it, but I like watching it, right? Mm-hmm. So it was this one show that I enjoyed. I think I told you about it on Netflix, The Home Edit. I love The Home Edit. Love The I Home love Edit because it's like organization meets interior design. Mm-hmm. And usually they like send the people away and then they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, look at my space. And mm-hmm. they cry and stuff, right? When you do my when you do my office, I'm going to cry when yeah. I come back in. Yeah, I can't but- wait to do that office, honey. <laughs> You know, let's say if you were doing an office, like what is the process? How long will people anticipate time-wise that it would take to turn it around? And I know space is a factor, but let's just say it's just an average size office or room. Mm -hmm. How much time would you need to turn it around? I don't like to throw time frames out there. I always ask a client, when is your deadline because you never know and mishaps to happen in mm-hmm. design a piece might Ordering come late stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, so time frames are kind of hard to give mm-hmm. um, especially it, it would depend on how extensive the project is do we need contractors are we knocking out a wall mm-hmm. um, or are we just going to get accessories mm-hmm. and, and things for the space um, tables or what have you so it's hard to give a like a timeline mm-hmm. a day hard timeline but I like to ask a client like when was would you like term- to be yeah, yeah. with short turnaround and what would you say would be realistic like if I came to you and I'm like okay I want to redesign my office and I was thinking that you can hand me out the way by the end of the pay period would you be like, okay. What, like a month? No, like two weeks, 40 hours, 80 yeah. hours. Uh, I mean, depending, again, depending on uh-huh. who if, I, if I'm just going to the store to grab a few things, ordering something that can come in two days. I do, mean, doing a little Amazon tuck, do, tuck and play. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it could take two weeks just for the console. Like, oh, true. You know just to get, the to get ideas out, together, the ideas together mm-hmm. to go um, move board, to go um, measure the space, mm-hmm. continuous conversation, the edit process. Mm-hmm. I might present something to you and you want to change a few things. So, yeah, it could take two weeks just for the design for the idea. Okay. And you being new in terms of like the business portion of it, how did you determine how you were going to set your price? You know how sometimes when people are new in a space, they may like undercut themselves a little Mm -hmm. bit or feel like they got to do work at a lower level to get their name out there. What has been your process in determining your price point? Being intentional. So when I went into this field, I was like, I'm going to intern. Okay. I'm going to intern like as a, a 30-something-year-old man. I've, I've 
been around the block a few times mm-hmm. and I don't like to be ignorant to things mm-hmm. um, to avoid those scenarios like low ball or high ball. Like I like it to be clean cut, fair, like what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. So I've been interning I with a beautiful woman, one of my friends, now Shakira. Shout um, out to Shakira. Yes. Of What's Sanctuary, the name of Shakira? Yes. Sanctuary Rooms. Okay. Um, thank you so much for taking me under your wing. But yeah, she's guided me through this entire process Mm-hmm. Helping me with my portfolio, giving me advice, mm-hmm. not giving me everything. Child, she threw me out. She threw me out the nest. Okay. okay, it's been it's big sister interior design. Okay. Don't play with her. It's, it's <laughs> really been a challenge, but so fun. Um, she literally let me learn on the job. I love that. Um, and be myself. Like you mm-hmm. know, figure out things for myself and ask questions when I need. But honestly, I just jumped in, and she's like, "You're a natural." Love it. So price point and things like that. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of watching her and okay. see how she moves and what she's doing and adjusting to what I need to do for my business. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. You. Before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you a really quick, fun question. Yeah. And so it is about a cocktail. You okay. know, we love the clink of glass, right? I love a cocktail. <laughs> so if you were going to make a cocktail or a mocktail and the ingredients in this cocktail or mocktail will help somebody to have a successful pivot. What would be the ingredients in your cocktail? Oh my God. That's <laughs> a great question. Um, Self confidence. Okay. Starting. You need to formulate a plan. A plan. Self confidence. You better pull that plan in there. Um, faith. And faith. You gotta have faith. And what you gonna rim the glass with? Uh, rim the glass with. With I'm that girl, like, <laughs> don't let nobody tell you no different. Okay. Like, you can do it. If it's happening, it's happening, it's happening for a reason. Like, you know, part. no more than you can bear. You I got love it. it. Well, cheers to being that girl. <laughs> cheers to being that girl or that boy. Okay. Or that boy. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Marcus. Congratulations on a successful pivot. I wish you so much success. With details by Marcus Isaiah. Thank you for coming on the show again. And you know, I'm going to have you back again and again and again. Yes, so that's thank so amazing. You. And good luck on your venture with your pivot. Yes, thank We're you. We're in the same space. So, you know. Yes, and I'm going to do a whole show on CEM Wellness LLC. Oh, somebody going to interview you? <laughs> I mean, would you like to? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be back, y'all. Thank you for listening to the District Creators Radio Show. Peace. been listening to the district creatives radio show the place where dc creators meet to discuss arts entertainment and the creative economy for more information visit dreamvisionreality.com